Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio. I am your host, Ted, and we are here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I am with my co-hosts, uh, Ref Amy Veronica, and the New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters. We are here, uh, the three of us, it's only fitting that the three of us are on this episode tonight because the three of us were together for our Backlash predictions. And, uh, and so now we're going to do our Backlash reactions. And uh, I would like to just point out one thing. The two of you tied again. And so because the two of you tied again, now we've got to wait until double or nothing to crown a new champion, which means that I am hashtag and still your reigning, defending Pepe Silva predictions champion. I win, baby. I didn't even have to do any predictions, and I win. That's how good I am. That's how good I am, Amy. Yeah, you know it too. Look at you. Look at you. Your face tells the audience everything. If you're not watching on YouTube right now, go look at Amy's face right now. It'll tell you everything you need to know. Activate the self-destruct. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear a beep behind you. <laughs> so, my friends, we're going to we're going to talk about our reactions to uh to post WrestleMania, but before SummerSlam backlash. And uh, we're going to, we're going to talk about what we thought of, of the card and how the show went as a whole. Um, we can give a, a real brief rundown of the show real quick here, and then we'll, uh, we'll jump in. So the order of the card ended up being a little different than we thought it would be for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we got Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins to open. Um, then we got Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Then we got Edge versus AJ Styles um, in the rebound spot, right? Then we've got then we got Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, right? Then you got Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss, and then you got the Bloodline versus RK Bro and Drew McIntyre, right? So. Definitely not the way that I would have booked the card. We talked a little bit about that in our prediction episode. Um, obviously, the two of you both had a lot of things right about this card, and I, I had a lot of those things right with you guys in the predictions, even though my predictions didn't count for this one necessarily. Um, you know, uh, you guys had most of this card down. You know, it was it was literally each of you got one match wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's talk about the card a little bit here. Uh, let's obviously start with the opener, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. Um, you know what those two guys have that are absolutely incredible for both of them, by the way? They have great merch. And you know what we have? We have great merch. So you should go get some merch yeah. at watermaneuver.net. You can find it in the link tree, and that link is in the description of every episode. All right, my friends. That was amazing. 
<laughs> so that was the plug was master awesome. there. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, did you just call me the plug master? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So do with yes. that name what you will. <laughs> <laughs> I smell a t-shirt coming on. Uh, <laughs> Don't say smell and plug in the same sentence, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, uh, obviously one of like, um, you know, a million WrestleMania rematches. They, should, they shouldn't call it backlash. They should call it WrestleMania rematch. Yeah, really. They should call it. Um, but, but we got a, a WrestleMania rematch here. Uh, yeah, basically Cody versus Seth 2.0. Uh, you can't even hate where this match goes. Uh, I thought that the match itself was, was a continuation of greatness of what we've gotten from them in the last couple of weeks. Um, but I want to hear what you guys have to say, what some of your notable moments were, uh, and what you guys thought about the, about the, the match here. Let's start with, uh, with ref Vic. All right. So I think this was probably the best match to open up with Mm. because, um, the one thing about their WrestleMania match is the crowd tried really hard to stay with the match the entire time, but I think they were so burnt out by Cody coming out. Mm-hmm. and cheering that that mm-hmm. like towards the like middle of the match they started to get burnt out but they kept mm-hmm. with it but it was kind of burnt out um so this one was like a pretty much i wouldn't say the same match but it was very similar but the crowd was with it the entire time and it i felt like they got better reaction this time around um but yeah i think it was the great result i'm actually very optimistic with this result because I was so afraid that WWE was going to do the stupid uh, 50-50 booking stuff and have Seth get the win, even if it's by DQ or some BS like that. Right. Um, But I'm optimistic because they are solidifying solidifying Cody into this next level, probably into money in the bank um, and winning it, that they're learning that 50-50 booking isn't always the answer in feuds. That sometimes you just need to strap the rocket and go. Yeah. So I'm I'm optimistic. Yeah. I thought it was a great match. Really enjoyed it. Very sports entertained. Very cool. Tyler, what are some of your thoughts? I have to concur. I mean, with what Amy just said, Cody and Seth, and, and you said it too, Ted, has brought me back to being able to watch WWE better because Cody is like a fresh coat of paint. I mean, he, he really has. Him and Seth, this whole feud. You've got two of the best. I mean, Cody – I think they made each other better, to be honest. I mean, it's it's just been must-watch TV. I love the spot, how they finished the match, where it looked like Seth was going to win by cheating and Cody won up scene. It just adds to the overall storytelling formula behind it all. And, and I'm with you. I, I enjoy this match as much as I did in WrestleMania. It just delivered. This has been one of my favorite feuds in WWE right now, and, and that's all my takeaways about it. I also loved how strong they made Cody here. Mm-hmm. They made him incredibly strong here. Uh, the disaster kick that he hit looked beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the Cody cutter looked amazing. Um, and and he kicked out of the pedigree. Yeah, he did. You know, like, like think about the list of people that have been allowed to kick out of the pedigree. Yeah. Right? And Cody Rhodes just made that list. That's a pretty incredible list because I'm pretty sure that that list includes The Rock, uh, I'm pretty sure that it includes Sean. It includes Taker. And it might include Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. And now Cody Rhodes. 
that's where WWE has their brains on him right now. And they're right. They are right. So all you marks out there that hate WWE, everything, they're doing right by Cody. Dare I say, more so than AEW did. Just saying it, you know. Um, You can hate me in the comments all you want. Hate me in the comments. Disagree with me there. It's okay. Call me all kinds of names, like Plugmaster, like Amy, you know. That's right. There you go. All right. So here is my match number one of the night. Bobby Lashley and Omos. I just don't think that there's a good way to get Omos over. Not why is he on? Yeah. Why is he on the main roster? Because he needs a lot of work. Like. I don't know if I just didn't realize it at WrestleMania with their mm-hmm. match, mm-hmm. but hit a, his selling is crap. Mm-hmm. Like all he does is he kind of like throws himself to the side and stuff like that. Like he doesn't really sell. And then he just, he's not good. Like it's nothing against the guy. He's huge. And that's great. That's a, the, the powerful asset, but he, Bobby dragged him through that match literally and metaphorically. And I just don't see where he goes from here without just being a great colleague character. So here's, here's what I will say to you about his selling. He hasn't needed to do a lot of it. Yeah. Right. And so this is the first opportunity that we're really seeing where he has to sell, you know, is here in at WrestleMania. You know, and and we're seeing what we're seeing, right? Um, I think that this is a desperate attempt to make someone credible to be threatening in the main event picture that it's failing terribly. Um, thank God MVP borderline shoot jacked up Bobby Lashley's <laughs> face with that cane to, yeah. make, to make this thing sell. Like he had to be thinking in the back of his brain, you know, and you listen, you, you've spoken to MVP before Amy, like you've, you've talked to the mm-hmm. man. Um, so, so you can probably speak to this better than I can, but you know, I, if I'm MVP and I'm standing around watching that match as the manager and reacting as the manager in that match, I'm going, holy crap, I've got to do something to make this credible. Mm. And then when I'm hitting Bobby with that cane, I'm going, brother, I am so sorry. You can, <laughs> you can give me my receipt backstage. Boop. <laughs> like and yeah. he, I, he right. potatoed him with that cane. He potatoed the shit out of him with that cane, you know, like, um, you know, I, I, it's the only thing that made the finish credible. It's the only thing that made the finish credible, uh, in my eyes. I, I just, uh, I hope, I hope that we don't get round three. Let's pray. We don't, oh, I hope oh we don't get round three. I hope we just get Bobby versus MVP and almost can move on to something mm-hmm. else. Like, and quit comparing him to Andre the Giant for crying. Oh, I mean, I, I stand that. I can't stand those comparisons. It, even on Andre's worst days, when he was slowing down, he still did better than o- almost or however you say his uh, name. I don't yeah. know. It's just it's. 
that's all he is. He's there for visual and that's it. But I, I, I'm just going to add my just quick two cents. Bobby Lashley, I feel sorry for him. I mean, this is a bad position. Yeah. So listen, he's had what three championship runs in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been put into the main event picture and sometimes you gotta, you gotta do the job and well, help that's the true. talent and that's fine. But uh, this just wasn't done well. It wasn't executed well. And I don't blame Bobby for that because Bobby did everything no. he could to make it right. You know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that this, this guy's uh, still too green to be doing what he's doing. You know, I would have much rather seen this been Veer. Yes. You know, yes. because Veer, because Veer is a little bit more believable than, uh, than almost mm-hmm. beating Bobby, beating a Bobby Lashley. So, um, but yeah, it kind of is what it is. And, uh, we are where we are. Um, okay. Edge AJ Styles. WrestleMania rematch number three out of three matches so far. Just saying. Uh, I don't like edge in matches longer than 10 minutes. Mm. I don't, I don't, and he needs to be 10 minutes or less. And I said this before Yeah. and and people can hate on me for hating on edge. I'm not hating on edge. I just, I want to see him look good and he looks great for the first nine minutes, 30 seconds of a match. And then things start going downhill mm. rather quickly. Um, There, there was a lot of time here where I felt this match would have been great in 2015. That's and like I, I, I know that I, I should just be appreciating that I'm getting Edge and AJ Styles in the ring. I know I should be. I know it. Like in my brain, like I've yelled at, I've yelled at our listeners how many times about over criticizing, right, and just being, just being able to enjoy what we get. But I just kept finding myself going, damn, I wish this was seven years younger. <laughs> you know? Um, that being said, I, I don't think it was a bad match. I think we all saw the finish coming. Um, but I'll, I'll hear what you guys have to say about this. Uh, I, I won't go any further into this. So let's start with... Uh, who did I start with last time? Did I start with Amy last time or I start with Tyler yeah, last time? You started with me. All right. So Tyler, I'm gonna to come to you first here. Tyler, what do you what do you have to say, brother? Yeah, it's unfortunate these matches are becoming like marathons. I think you can go back to Orton and the Edge at that one WrestleMania, the first pandemic era one, where it just lasted forever. And I know it was a different It's still going but... on to this day. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I mean. It, it, it's sad because we I'm with Ted. I, I wanna cheer Edge. I, I like Edge, but this is going on too much and AJ Styles, I almost feel bad for him. I mean, the phenomenal one. And like I say, we all could tell Rhea Ripley because everybody spoils it anymore. There's no surprises. And the way they're kind of, we're going that direction anyways. Not hating it, but, you know, it is what it is. And But it's hard to even break down this match. It just, it went so long. Like Ted said, I'm just going to piggyback on his statement. There were some good moments. Uh but at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. I, I'm kind of ready to move on, unfortunately. I, I just, I, I think there needs to be a new chapter now. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Um, Amy, what do you have? What do you have? Um, yeah, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was really cool that they played off of the injury that AJ Styles sustained. What was it on Monday before the shoulder injury? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they were very hyper focused on making sure that people knew that AJ's shoulder was injured, and even played into the finish finish a little bit. Um, yeah, the Ray Ripley. Um, it was kind of obvious, thanks to the the leaks with the dirt sheet. Though I will have to hand it to commentary, be it and a little bit to Ray Ripley and both Champa at the same time. There was a moment where I did not know who it was going to be because the commentary was just like, "Who is this guy?" And I'm like, "Oh, is that just Champa?" And Champa's just wearing like really tight clothing. Um, and then when it showed to be Ray Ripley, I remember that Champa has a giant beard, so it couldn't have been. <laughs> right. But that I'm I'm okay. Like I know. Um, what was it, the the episode uh, Ted and I did with Will, I kind of thought that maybe Liv would be a better fit because I didn't think Rhea needed it, but I'm actually kind of excited to see what they do with Rhea, and um, hopefully this gets her away from whatever limbo the creative team has been keeping her in and, like, really elevates her and hopefully be the next contender for Bianca down the line. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm excited. And I'm, I'm with you, Ted. I think that... Um, Edge needs to use this um, group to start stepping away a little bit from having matches of his own and letting his, the people that are following him do the matches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this match was 16 minutes and 25 seconds. And that was seven minutes too long for me. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> uh, it, it, there was so much more that, you know, they could have done so much more with just a little less, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but it kind of is what it is. You know, I'm sure some pe- folks will disagree with me. I'm sure that some of our uh, League of Extraordinary podcast fam will disagree with me and they'll hit me up in the comments or they'll message me. Uh, they'll hit me up in the DMs and that's fine. Um, the next match on the card, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, I quit match. Um, man, I dug, I dug this match. I know it was so much fun. It was, <laughs> it was so freaking good, <laughs> and the ending was just the ending was just so good. Yeah. The ending was so good, and I love that they followed up on it in the pay per view. Mm-hmm. I love that they followed up on it in the pay per view and came back and like, "Yep, broke her arm." Yep, like that's that keeps Charlotte looking so strong. Mm-hmm. She didn't quit until she broke her arm. Yep. Like, this is what you need to be doing. It's just one little thing that doesn't even involve the wrestlers. It just involves commentary. That's all you got to do. Yep. Yep. Um, loved the match. Loved the finish. Um, did I think everything was perfect about the match? Nah. Do I think that it's borderline match of the night? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with that finish. Like, my wife is, is watching the show off and on with me. You know, she's on the couch next to me reading her book as, as I'm watching wrestling. You know, she's, she's trying to up her IQ to make up for my IQ rapidly dropping. And, <laughs> um, and she goes, is Charlotte's neck inside the chair? Because the camera work was so pristine for the end of that match that it, you didn't know exactly how Charlotte was contorted in the chair. You just saw that she was really contorted in the chair. 
and it made it that much more believable. It was just, oh, so good. So good. And her screeching too. Yes. Like whenever she was put into a hold, like Charlotte just screeching and you like, you actually believe she's in pain. Like it, it, I did. I think both of these girls did awesome. I I don't know why it's the, my big pet peeve. I don't know why it wasn't the main event mm-hmm. with the ending. And especially when we get to the six man, the six man's ending, this should have been the main event. It had the yes. most heat going into the match. It was the only yes. title match and it was just so much fun. Like yes. the only, my only real critique of the match itself is Rhonda needs to stop saying bitch. She should yeah. only say it like mm-hmm. maybe once, yes. maybe once. And even yes. then save it. So it was just constantly. And then that spot where she had the dual canes and she was just like going all uh, Star Wars on freaking Charlotte. It was amazing. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> it was awesome. It was fantastic. By the way, can we, can we just take a moment to appreciate how fantastic Ronda Rousey looks right now? She's, oh, she's incredible. Oh. She's, she looks phenomenal right that now. That farm living. That farm living, mm-hmm. you know. I'm telling you. Her and Brock. Something. Her and Brock. All right, uh, Tyler. I, I I know your girlfriend lost here. Okay. All right. But but talk yeah. to us about it. Yeah, my heart's broken. And speaking of her arm, I mean, she's got a broken arm now. Thanks, Rousey. No, it, it was it was a good match. Seriously, it it was like you guys said. I loved even fighting in the crowd. Even that was good. Like mm-hmm. throwing the drink, throwing her into that barricade, getting with the fans and, and doing that on the railing. And like Amy was saying, the kendo sticks, throwing the camera was even pretty cool. Oh, she yeah. Camera camera. That was a cool spot. And then the submission hold on the ropes was yep. everything about it just was awesome. It was intense. Yep. It was brutality without having a lot of gimmicks and the even the kendo sticks. It yep. was cool. So I, I dug it. I thought it was awesome. And I, that's all I'm going to put on it. I've uh, Even though Charlotte lost – I'm happy for Rousey. You heard it first. Breaking news. Yeah, Charlotte lost, but I, I'm yeah. still happy. Yeah, SmackDown Women's that. Champion. Yeah, I can't believe it. Look at that. You know it's what? I, uh, Tyler, Tyler said breaking news, and it made me remember. We have breaking news. Oh, wow. We have breaking news right now. Amy will reply to all of your DMs about show topics on our Twitter and Instagram. If you follow us, and like us at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T across our social media platforms. Okay, so. Plugmaster. All right, so I had to do a plug because uh, we might lose people the way that WWE lost me with this next match. Mad Cat Moss, Happy Corbin, and had nothing to do with Moss. It had everything to do with Corbin. Corbin makes me go, he has for years. Cuz tried defending him for a long time, and I still go, you know, uh, Corbin just is not someone that I want to watch on my TV. It's mm-hmm. it's not character heat. It's go away heat. Um, I just I I'm not entertained. I'm not sports entertained. Sue me, uh, Amy. Talk to me first here. Um. There wasn't necessarily anything wrong with the match. I'm going to reiterate what you said. Like, it was just boring. And, like, as I I think I said this on the predictions. I found out 20 minutes before we had that show that that match was happening or even that feud was happening. So, it, as far as radar, it was on, on my radar. Um, I think it was the perfect match to follow up the Ronda and Charlotte match because I think the crowd was dead after that. <laughs> so, yeah, so... 
It was like you gotta hand it to WWE. They're just like, guys, you gotta go in the kill spot. Sorry, like <laughs> it's it is what it is. So like it's whatever. I'm glad that Madcap won because all right, the feud's over. Please tell me the feud's over. Like tomorrow's Friday. Let's hope that the feud is over. Um and he can move on to something different and then maybe like I think you said that you hope that uh Baron Corbin becomes sad Baron Corbin again and so maybe it'll happen something will happen that was the one time in Baron Corbin's run so far that I have been entertained by him is when he was Mm -hmm. sad Corbin Because uh, everybody Tyler. wants to see someone sadder than them. They don't want yeah. to see someone happier than them. They're just yes. an asshole. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tyler. Could not agree more. It was a filler match. I could care less. Happy for Madcap. But even if I was happy for him, this match just did nothing for me. I, I was ready to move on, ready for uh, the main event. That's uh, what you guys said it was. Good to follow that Charlotte Rousey match. Uh, there's really nothing to add. It was just, you got Corbin in it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in concurrent. Don't care. So gotcha. we can move gotcha. on. All right. Six-man tag. The Bloodline versus RK McBro. Um, yeah, see, I got Tyler to break. Look at it. <laughs> he, he did. He got me. I was laughing, man. That was a good, good Um one. Listen, this was like um, – I can't say it because if I say it, we'll get canceled. Um, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious. That, <laughs> like, I'll, yeah, I'll tell I'm you all there. <laughs> um, I was disappointed. I was disappointed in this, um, in in the fact that they teased us with a tag team match that would have unified the tag titles, which is what we've all been calling for for years. Um, and they replaced it with this. Uh, I just, I, this was not a way to get us to rebound and be interested in the show again after a bad match. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with Amy. The women's match should have main evented. This should have been the opener. This should have been the opener. It should have gone this to build up into Cody and Seth. And then you do Omos and Bobby. Then you do Edge and AJ. Then you do Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. And then you end with Ronda and Charlotte. That's how this pay-per-view should have gone in my eyes. Um Tyler, talk talk to me first, your brother. What what did you think about this six man tag? You know, don't you dare just agree with me and say you're right about everything, Ted, because I know that's what you're thinking. No, no, no. I, I'm actually going to disagree because I I do like what Roman Reigns is doing. I mean, the whole teasing with Drew McIntyre, that that, that whole trash talk. That's what I love about the uh, Tribal Chief. He just he was teasing the tag in. I mean, it was just good. It works in tag team, also a trios match, just with that psychology, because Drew's won him. He's like, I, I can't wait to get my hands on this guy. I'm wanting to get back to, you know, get vying for that title. And the Usos and RK Bro, Riddle I've actually enjoyed with Randy Orton, because I, I wasn't the biggest Riddle fan. I, I knew he was talented. I 
a real tough guy. I mean, for sure, came out of the UFC. I just his personality wasn't working for me. But now I'm kind of getting where I'm liking him, and uh, it's all thanks to him and Randy Orton. So I thought they had great action. I, I liked the spot where Reigns did that slam on McIntyre on the table because it looked like Drew was going to get the best of him. So there was just some nice spots. So. I'm actually going to disagree uh, with you to, to make it interesting and, and go with that. I, anything the bloodline's doing, I'm a mark for him. I, I can't help it. I, I like Heyman. I like all those guys. So even as much as I respect McIntyre, Orton, and Riddle, I, I've, it's all bloodline for me. So that's really what I'm going to add to it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Amy. So this was a really enjoyable match. I'm not going to take away anything from the guys. It was really fun. I I liked everyone who was involved. I thought it had some really cool spots for a main event of a, a Monday or Saturday, Sunday, Friday show. Yes. Like, it would have been a great main event on Raw or SmackDown. You just put into words exactly how I was feeling without me knowing how to say it. Thank you. Yeah. It, especially with the ending, it just did not feel like a way to end a pay-per-view. Because Roman didn't need this win. This was, it was, it was shown, especially in this match, Drew's not even the most over baby face on that team. Randy was the most over person in that match. And that's more of an indictment on WWE if Drew McIntyre is supposed to be next in line for Roman's uh, title. They need to get him over. And I think the perfect way to get him over was him to pin an Uso in this. Mm-hmm. And because now where does Drew go? What what are we gonna do tomorrow night? What he's probably I get I could probably guess what he's gonna do. He's gonna catch it. He's gonna uh, do a promo saying like even though he he was he lost on Sunday, he's still gonna find Reigns. He's gonna go after him and stuff. And that's how they're just gonna shove him into the feud. And there's not gonna be any heat behind it. And he's not gonna build towards like being in the main event picture. So this was a in my opinion a missed opportunity by WWE to really build Drew into an opponent for um, Roman. And it, it was just showcased over the fact that like, he didn't even get the biggest pop of the match. I want to see Randy Orton versus Roman now. I don't want to see Drew versus Roman. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with what you just said. And, and um, the match work was fine. I don't mean <laughs> to say that that, the match wasn't good. The match work was fine. It just wasn't an ending to a pay-per-view. It wasn't an ending. Okay. If you had left you, if, if you had been left with that at the beginning of the show, and then Drew could have gotten pissed off midway through the show, and you know, um, you know, he'd been pissed off and he had like gone to the back and Randy and, and, and the bro were trying to uh, calm him down. And like, he would have jacked one of them up and then he would have gone and kicked down Roman Reigns door and tried to go one on three against the bloodline while they were celebrating or something. You know what I mean? Like that would have automatically given you a reason to care about it moving forward. But because it ended the show the way that it did, we don't have a reason for us to care about it moving forward, but we all know it's still coming. This was just a bad placement. This was bad placement. And, you know, I really hope that this wasn't, we can't put Roman on the card first. 
you know, if Hulk Hogan can open a show, then Roman Reigns can open a show. If Steve Austin can actually, he, he prefers it. He, I think it's been um, widely said that he either wants to be first or last. He does not want to be in the middle. Right. So like they had the, if, if that's true, they had the opportunity to do so. Yeah. And, and I think they just messed up with that. I think they messed up with that because, and listen, they wanted to get the crowd amped up for the show by putting Cody first. I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. But I don't think that the crowd would have been dead for Cody if he had been second. Mm -hmm. And I think it would have continued the climb of the show, you know? Um, But what does our listening audience say? You know, what do you guys say? What do uh, you guys say that are watching on YouTube? Hit us up in the comments below. Let us know your thoughts. If you're listening on Sportswire or on a podcast platform, if you're watching on Roku, hit us up on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Remember to go check out all of our League of Extraordinary Podcast fam, Circle of Debate, Straight Talk Wrestling, To Call Up, uh, Top Rope Wrestling Talk, uh i'm gonna miss like a million people of uh clark street wrestling there's a there's you know dozens of shows uh involved with the league go jump on those guys uh universal wrestling pod um you know go listen to a bunch of, of wrestling podcasts give them your support as well uh go buy some merch yep go mm-hmm. buy some merch merch uh and go to coastal championship wrestling at ccwrestlingfl.com slash events to get your tickets for all of your Coastal Championship Wrestling shows coming up in the near future. Uh, Coming up on our show for Monday, we get to do our predictions, or I'm sorry, not our predictions, our reaction, our review, if you will, spelled with a W, uh, (laughs) of Destination X 2010. Go check it out. That was the pay-per-view that I picked when I won that belt right there it's mine and it's staying with me now that we get to go to double or nothing predictions folks i am willing to guarantee a glass of water on it all right my friends i will catch you guys next time here on rewind wrestling radio 